0: Welcome to the J Train podcast this is J Train Jared Fried coming to you live from the quarantine cabin out east on Montauk. That's right the beach additions keep rolling in. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep spreading the word. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. That's how it works. Make it your Instagram story. Make it your Instagram story. That ooh, that feels good. Ooh, it feels like you're feathering my nuts. And it is cooling to the touch. Uh, Tag, tag, tag. I'm putting up videos every single day, so make sure you tag a friend in the videos. Go, go, go. I'm also on YouTube. I love YouTube land. Hello, YouTube land. Keep letting us know wherever you are, just a comment. That feels good, and it helps. As crazy as that sounds, in this world that we live in, you're like, my comment? But I'm just me. Yeah, you. You sad little you helps when you write a little hello or a little tag or a little like or a little thumbs up that all works so keep doing it keep 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 cuz we got your emails your stories your questions and and we got so many good emails and i'm very excited about today's guest uh it's her second time on the show it's been too long i'm very excited to have her back hilarious comic so funny she's got a podcast called vag and a, a special on netflix that's right people the Degenerates season one is that what it was two, two. season two go check it out adrian i thank you for coming on
1: thanks for having me such I'm a excited. pleasure
0: I know. Uh, how are you? How's your quarantine? Give us the, you know, this is kind of the the thing you have to do at the front of all podcasts. Like, what's your sit? I get
1: it. Um, so I'm in the Bronx, my apartment. Mm-hmm. I have a car. So what I've been doing is I like to go to rich areas and walk around like I live there. So I go I, walk along I, the lake.
0: I've seen those videos and I enjoy them. Where, it's like, so, what, great. It, it, so you go to these areas and what's the just to feel like you live there? Like, what is the no,
1: it's not just that. It's just, it's so calm and peaceful along the water. You could just walk mm. along the water. It's nice. My dog gets to pee on everything. It's just like Perfect. a nice park. I just feel like even if something's awful, it doesn't even feel like the pandemic's going on there. It just feels well, like everything's so great
0: it is an interesting thing that you're kind of saying is like your surroundings <laughs> is the re- is the reality that's, you know, like, and, and when people, it's so funny, like, you know, we get into this. You okay? Do you have it?
1: I think I'm dying. <laughs> you're dying.
0: Is it over? <laughs> yes, Listen, no. that's what happens when you drink these rich people's water. They, they taint it and they're getting you out of your, their town.
1: I'm so, out now.
0: <laughs> so it worked. I, I, I do think like it's it's funny because we live in this like social media world and then there's the real world and then there's like everyone's real world is so much smaller and you don't touch elbows with the same people you would touch on social media. So you have like these people that will like – like I saw last night and we're in the middle of – you know the horrors of the world. I mean, this podcast is not where you're going to go for your your news. But right now, we're seeing uh, with you know there was a killing and people going nuts on social media and trying trying to figure things out there. And then you see like Madonna posts a video of her son dancing to end racism, and people are like that. And people are now mad at Madonna for thinking that that like like that made a difference. And you're like, yeah, Madonna's world is like is in this world that doesn't exist. Like Madonna
1: thinks she's doing her best.
0: She's doing her best. And and you're like, so it's funny to see, and none of it's funny, but it's funny to see the difference between when your real world surroundings kind of like mesh into this, you know, this tire fire of, of an online world where everyone is talking about real issues.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a great escape. I like going there and pretending that nothing is wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's easy, an easy to do. No, you just walk around.
1: I what just is, walk around. It's just a park.
0: Okay, so it's one area. You haven't gone to like different types of areas, have you?
1: I mean, I keep going to Larchmont just because it's so close and it's so mm. nice and you can walk along there. and
0: That's a very nice town in Westchester for it's the people very nice. around the country. It's like
1: 20 minutes from like where I live, 15, 20 minutes from the Bronx. Is, it's is so there, close.
0: Is there a piece of you that wants to move there?
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. No question. Because there's this, like, the, some people would be like, no, fuck that place. That place is the problem. You're like, no, we get me all, there.
1: But, like, we all secretly want to live there. Like, it might be the problem, but we all secretly want to live there. It's the so birds clo- are
0: chirping it's close so, to the city.
1: You could watch your husband get stabbed. As soon as you look at the water, it's just not going to be that bad. <laughs> like, it's just not, it's just so great there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I. Well, there's a lot of people right now, and I don't know, you're a... You're Bronx born and raised, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. So
0: you from the Bronx, living in the Bronx. There's people that are like I'm leaving New York City. Like how do you feel about that? There like right now the pandemic is and kind of the situation at hand is making people rethink where they are. Do you have that at all? Amazing.
1: Amazing. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Lower the rents. Goodbye. We've yeah. all been waiting we've all been waiting for this.
0: <laughs> yes, this is what you need. This is the cleanse we needed.
1: I mean, it's sad that like something awful had to happen from it. But if rents go down in New York City and people just leave, huh? I mean, it's kind of great. First of all, if you drive around right now, there's no traffic. I mean, no I traffic, do, no traffic. You're really not waiting a long time to get anywhere. It is the way it's supposed to be.
0: Mm. I don't know where
1: all those people need to just stay. You're gonna have to stay in Montauk.
0: Um, this is where I live. I'm I'm now uh, on next season of the of the of the affair yeah <laughs> what a so, great show i haven't watched it. it's good
1: it's so good it's just like crap tv but it's like you yeah. just keep watching it and it's it's also that same thing too where like he goes to montauk has this affair and it's just like it's not real life it's like Larchmont. Yeah. it's just none of it, its real life
0: there was a moment yesterday um or the other day where uh it, it is this weird thing and i you know we'll get to the emails i um there's so much to talk about but i I was sitting in in line at a natural foods place, like to get like you know, like a like a like a like an organic omelet or something, and I'm like, but then like you see the people in line like with a mass and six feet apart, and they're all trying to be so good, you know, and it's so like healthy. and so healthy, but also so like with the rules, but like also you're in Montauk, so like, is it really affecting you here? You know, like there's this it's a weirdness. I I don't know. It it it, yeah. it doesn't. It, it, you're wondering, and then there's people that are going against it. But I, I the one thing I want to talk to you. Everyone needs to go check out Adrian on Netflix. I love the special. I know oh, uh, the thank d- you. Degenerates, and they're all half hour specials. They're you, only
1: fifteen minutes. It's not even a special. Is fifteen? Really. Yes. Why did I they're think it so was a half short. hour? Because the other ones were a half hour, and now and these are only
0: fifteen. Oh, interesting. But yours, I love. You know. Adrian, your comedy, I'm a huge fan of. I love watching you do stand-up and I well, think everyone you. would like it. Um what I like too is like you have this way where you make a very specific person upset for some reason. Yes. I, I I I I've seen it because I'll host at the Cellar, Yeah. And it's like, you know, to to say like there's the I know who's gonna love you when I see them in the crowd, but I also know who's gonna be like legitimately Hurt by, and it's always this like, like I feel like you knew the quote unquote Karen before we all knew that uh, this person as a centralized character. Like I feel like they, you've been fighting Karen, quote unquote, Forever? your whole life. Yeah.
1: Um, I feel like everyone in Larchmont would hate me.
0: Yeah. Is that it?
1: <laughs> as soon as they heard I was moving in, they'd probably be like, "Nope, we're gonna, we can't have her live here." Um. I don't know. I also think comedy though has gotten a lot more PC and outragey. So mm. I don't know. I, me and my friend had written a script like seven years ago and we thought it was really funny. And then mm. he, he went back and read it and he was like, we can't, we have to change all of this. He's like,
0: this was seven, from, years seven
1: ago. from seven years ago or eight years ago till now, it's like even more PC. So he's like, we got to take all this stuff out.
0: It's, and it's you're, so interesting. And it, it yeah. What would you go on?
1: Well, just, You know, we still think it's funny. Do you know what I mean? But it's just like what I guess the climate right now or what everyone's it's like, there's no way we could eat because I was going to send it to my manager and I was like, oh, no, we got to redo this. Yeah. (laughs) We (laughs) thought it was funny, but that's from seven or eight years ago.
0: Is there an example? Is there a specific example that you're like, this can't?
1: I didn't read it, but he said like the opening joke, I think, was something about like a transgender person or or like, like, I don't remember. He just said he goes, we got to change this. And yeah. I was like, all right.
0: there's I just I just have this like vivid like memory of like like just like for whatever reason this like this like mom ish aged woman will be like you will not do this to me like and it's like these are jokes. Like what are you talking you know like
1: Yeah, but it's just like look at everyone's <laughs> upset with Fallon now he did blackface twenty years ago.
0: I know and So and you're it's like, like
1: twenty years ago Everyone thought that was
0: okay. I know. And it keeps changing. Like someone was telling me they're writing jokes. And I was like, I I actually tweeted out on like a week ago, I tweeted out something along the lines of like, my biggest fear is finding out that my mom was taped arguing with customer service. And it's like, that was like, I'm waiting for that call to come. And then like three days go by. And that goes from like, annoying jewish old woman to like racist murder because of you yeah. know and you're like oh my god the whole context of this joke has changed and how people receive it
1: everything's changed i mean it's it's funny too because you're like well jimmy fallon has to apologize he's not a comic do you know what I mean mm-hmm. he's doing this show on nbc so you just apologize and then you listen to what people are saying they're like well it was from 20 years ago then you're like I don't know, man. I think you just got to apologize. At this it's, point, it's like it's easy.
0: yeah, it's easier. It's to apologize. easier to just
1: apologize. Where I, I think he was, it was about Chris Rock, and I'm pretty sure they're friends, so I don't know that it was malicious. I haven't even watched it, but you're just like, just I, apologize. It's just easier.
0: I watched it, and it's like, you know, it's a dead-on impression for Chris Rock. But then that's what I was going like, to say. Is it? Yeah.
1: Is it good?
0: It's it's a it's a good impression. and It's also not like you're he wasn't like lampooning him being black you know like he's he was lampooning chris ra he was legitimately doing him yeah I but mean, like i but again this conversation doesn't happen online with people they just go no. that is wrong and it's like it is an interesting thing where we deal in the margins of a lot of things where you're talking about like you're like we made a joke about someone who's transgender yeah that could go from like evil evil to like a joke that would be about any type of person you know like and, I, and there's no
1: i had a joke just, about transgender people where i think it was like why do they get upset if you call them by the wrong pronoun? You're like, mm. you were born the wrong gender. Obviously you get mistakes happen. And like people will get mad at that joke and you're like, How? <laughs> this
0: is this is about the wording. You know, this is about yeah, words. Yeah, and it's like we're yeah. all
1: just it's like walking on eggshells.
0: Yeah, I, I I I hear you. And it's also like this idea of like double talk. Like nobody just says I notice it with um um with like people from like Bravo or The Bachelor, like they all yeah. kind of like, they'll say things, but then go back three steps and re-say it and then go forward two steps to say it again, but now nicer. And I don't mean, and I don't mean, and of I don't course. mean, and It's like, and it's like, we're taking an hour to say one thing that could have been, you know, like we're changing. Well, they're,
1: all, they're all hoping to get more Bravo shows. So I actually uh, understand uh, yeah. that, but you're right. It's almost like even podcasts, it's like the worst way to document anything you've tried to say in a funny way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're like somebody could take a snippet from anything and turn it into the worst thing.
0: Sure. I mean, Do you I
1: remember have, everything you've said on a podcast.
0: I've been doing this twice a week for almost seven yeah. years now. Uh, yeah. And then I went to five days a week. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I think about that a good amount, uh, like a, every now and again, I have a, a, a passing thought of like, yeah, of course, I've said things that I would disagree with myself now. You know, like, sure. I would go back, like, if I, of course, I, and we're going about to give advice, JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. I, we're going to give advice, like, maybe there's advice back from, like, five years ago that I was a different person then than I am now. Like, I would, like, it, it, it might be a fun exercise, actually, for me to do just to go and, like, listen to an old show and then re-give the advice and maybe how I was wrong. And I, I think this all kind of comes down to, like, you know, when you say that like Fallon apologized, that's easier. A lot of people think apologizing is like admitting that I am a horrible person or saying I'm wrong. Like no one is out there like taking the loss and just being like, yeah, I fucked up. That was a I should have said it this way because I do think you can't people, even say that because people hold on to the receipts. They go, well, we have the receipt. You said it wrong. Then there's no apology. Go. Go. Now, you you know, you're over. Goodbye, you know, everything. You know, and we also don't know what they're saying goodbye to. Like, you know, you know, there's a big difference between Fallon saying I'm sorry and then everyone goes, okay, thank you. And then Fallon saying I'm sorry and going, okay, give us your job. there's also
1: no way to make everyone happy he could apologize and be like that wasn't really an apology i'm not happy with that you're only apologizing because people caught you or people like brought this to your attention
0: (laughs) it's tough it's so ridiculous but it's i i i I appreciate i love your comedy i love i want everyone to go find everyone to go find it at adrian i on instagram it'll be all over my platforms go to the, check out the degenerate, uh, the podcast vag, I want you to you do it with Sarah. Tolomash. Uh, yes. Tell, give me the one minute breakdown of the podcast and then we'll get to the emails so, so that people can find it.
1: Um, it's basically just talking about what's going on in our lives. Topical stuff. Um, we're not super political, but like, you know, talking about the pandemic, mm-hmm. a little bit about the election. I mean, very little. We're, we both don't really know what's going on. We make up a lot of the stuff where we're Good. like, we don't know if this is true. Yeah, but we're just going
0: to say it. We're going to be funny while we say it. Yes, what day, what s- days does it come out?
1: It comes out on Wednesdays.
0: So Wednesdays, add Vag to your podcast library. Go do it right now. It's there's
1: fantastic. years of episodes.
0: Years of episodes, but I also I encourage everyone go check out the Degenerates. So funny, so great. Let's do Tryna I do. You ready?
1: I'm ready. You, Let's
0: go. You have a boy. You have a boyfriend now, right?
1: Um, we're on a break are you yeah did the, did the
0: did the quarantine break at all what happened because you um, were i thought you guys were pretty serious
1: i guess we were pretty serious we're just taking a break we both have some stuff to work on
0: okay okay gonna,
1: well i don't want to say anything in a podcast i could get sued for <laughs> no, well I'm I, I don't
0: think you're gonna get sued <laughs> no
1: no, no, no uh, i'm kidding
0: My question is about the quarantine Making it feel like my relationship Has been put on fast forward I'm 23 and my boyfriend is 24 We've been together for 4 years And been living together since last summer We live on the east coast So we've been pretty heavily quarantined With each other since March I'm a teacher, he's in radio So we've been working from home And honestly it's been amazing We get in little quarantine induced tiffs Because who doesn't But we've been closer and have been having a great time being able to spend more time together than we normally would he's really wonderful and super supportive. And this experience is solidified that he'll be there through the tough stuff. It feels like our relationship has been put in fast forward because I've started to think about the possibility of getting married. Hold for your you're so young comments. My, my question is how to bring it up in a chill way. I'm not trying to get married tomorrow, but I just want to get a temperature check on what he's feeling. Hope you're staying positive and testing negative. What do you think?
1: Get pregnant.
0: Yeah, there it is. Just know right there. away yeah, if he yeah. wants to
1: get married or not.
0: you'll know if the tough stuff has really gotten if he'll go through the tough stuff or not right there you I don't
1: mean, even have to really get pregnant you can just say you are
0: what is I mean what's the positive of this temperature check like what uh, from a female like point of view like what is she checking on like I, I it's kind of like I understand what she's saying but like there's a point where I'm like uh, you, you said things are great you're happy in this relationship like like, it feels like a lot of women, a lot of times with relationships, they'll go, everything's great. I just want to shake shit up and make sure that everyone's on the same page after the shake sh- uh, the, the, the shake up, you know?
1: I agree. I think she's pretty young, so uh, it's. I know a lot of women don't want to waste time, I think. Yeah. But she's really young, where she can waste yeah.
0: time. Also... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What do you want to
1: know, that you guys will get married sooner and get divorced sooner? Just like... It's so rare that someone gets married and stays married forever. Like that's like so yeah. rare where it's like you get married at 25, you're probably going to get divorced by 30, 35.
0: <laughs> to be about to be stay to stay positive Let's, of course. Yeah,
1: especially in that New York City apartment. Anyone that makes it through <laughs> the the pandemic right now in these tiny quarters like what is that? that's going to be worth so much more than getting married. Well, someone you can stomach in a tight area.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree. Like, and that's kind of what she's saying. She's like, things have gone so well. I want to know what he thinks about marriage. It's like, well, if things have gone well, like, can't you assume that that's on his mind too? Like, wouldn't can I, you I know just you, ask him? Do you want to get married? What, would, what not, would you say? Do you want
1: to get married? Like, hey, is I mean, I guess a lot of them just don't want to waste their time. You know, I guess if she knew he but doesn't what, want to get married like ever, or does he not want to get married right now? They're young, twenty three years old
0: but also they've moved in they've been living together since last summer okay so if that being said the you're moving towards your destination right. so what 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 is to question right now the the idea that you're 23 and he's 24 you've been together for 4 years okay that means you got together since when 18. you were 9, 19 8, 18 19 or 20 19 and 20 19 and 20 year olds that are dating that's not a real relationship to me You guys may have been together. You might, but that's not. You're not living in reality. You're living in college, or in live. You're living in you know this younger time. That's not. And then twenty two, you graduate. Twenty two, he graduates. Okay, you guys get through that stuff. Now it's twenty three and twenty four. You're working. You guys are living together now through this quarantine. Things are great. I don't know. Like, what else does she
1: want?
0: What else? Yeah. What 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 are the things like the possibility of getting married? Like. What, I to me sometimes as a, what I would feel like if I were him is that you're trying to get me to agree to something that I'll get blamed for if it doesn't happen.
1: Also, so, you're living together. You know, how many yeah. people don't want to live together, and then you're in this quarantine where you're like, this is almost like extra years. If you're together four months during this, like that's going to be like three years
0: for sure. But it, but the th- that's that's what's so like kind of cr- you know not crazy, but like kind of annoying to me like if, if someone came to me and goes and what do you think about marriage I'd be like well I, I guess I you know I, of course I want to get married someday okay well you know at that point when? like when and then it's like I don't know when when it makes sense for both of us when we have that conversation and then it's like and then let's say a year from now he goes hey you know we got through the quarantine but this relationship isn't for me then she comes back to him and goes well you said you wanted to get married and then th- to me like sometimes it's almost like you're getting a case built against you for well, when the breakup comes. Uh, 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 right? As a
1: woman, I'm constantly building a case. Even if things are going well, <laughs> I'm just putting stuff in my head to use against you at a later time. That's and basically. My, uh, are you persuasive. fucking with me? Cause it, but this is no, what I'm it not. feels like. In a breakup is where I shine. That really? is my favorite part of a relationship.
0: <laughs> Why is that? Cause it, that's interesting to me.
1: Because that's when I really give it my all. Like mm. in a relationship, the end for me is always the best. I'm great at being spiteful. I'm
0: great at
1: just, like, I just have all this stuff in my head to mentally break someone down as a person.
0: Well, this is the point. This is yes. this is like, to me, you're sharpening an arrow that can be piercing through his heart when you say, mm-hmm. well, do you plan on getting married? Of course I plan on getting married. Do you plan on having kids? Of course I plan on having kids. Well, we're living together so good. I guess we're on the right track, and then it doesn't happen. You go, you know, stab him with that arrow because you're like- well, I- you said I think this what guys have to this. do
1: is they have to also backstep. Yes, I would like to get married eventually if it's re- with the right sure. person, and I you, so there's you got to even do that probably in relationships too.
0: But but does that answer like th- so? What you're saying is correct. You're preparing her for the answer she's going to get when she says to him she
1: will not be happy with that that's what she will want to know does okay if he says if i think it's right she'll be like well does this feel right there's and, and no he, way to win that that agreement you have to say yes and then apologize after when it doesn't work out all we can do at this point is apologize for everything
0: <laughs> yeah i i it is interesting because if we went through the conversation she will not be fulfilled by that conversation she'll only feel worse and so, it's like sorry Go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, no, she'll only be happy if he says, yes, I want to get married right after this.
0: And she says, I, I'm not trying to get married tomorrow. And it's like... No, but that's she means what, like that's next what, week, though. That, not yeah, tomorrow, what, but next week. That, But you're looking for some sort of promise. So to me, the promise is going to be less fulfilling the the promise you're looking for you're not going to get, and the promise no. he gives is not going to be sat is not going to like satiate you. So let's think of no. what satiates you. Hey, would you want to look at moving to a different apartment? Maybe you guys get a better apartment. Maybe you guys find a better living situation. Get a pet. M- get a pet. Maybe there's other things you can bring up that you can go. Hey, are we moving along? Because I think like when you've already moved in together at 24 and 23, you're like, okay, well the next step is only engagement. That's the only next step. So it's like, okay, let's find some other things that don't get you in this world of like getting someone to agree to terms that they can't res- like really make promises for.
1: I mean, it also would make sense too if one of them was like an artist and didn't have insurance and they were trying to see if somebody could get them on their insurance. But it seems like <laughs> she's a teacher. She definitely has insurance. He works for a radio. I don't know if he has insurance or not, but it's a good way to trap a guy. If you date yeah. an artist that has no insurance <laughs> and you're like, well, if you want to be on my insurance, well, let's get
0: married. You, listen, COVID's going around. J train podcast at GMA.com <laughs> J train podcast at GMA.com here with Adrian Ipalucci at Adrian I on Instagram. Go, go, go Vag. That is the podcast. Go, go, go degenerates season the degenerates. two, the degenerates. All you got to do is search Adrian's name or you can search the degenerates. It'll pop right up. You can watch her legitimately right now getting out of the post-quarantine getting out there post-quarantine breakup hello papa jt i just broke things off with my boyfriends of eight months essentially i want something more serious and it just wasn't the match for either of us my question is how should i put myself out there again with all the social distancing quarantine stuff happening i'm not crazy about dating apps but it's is that the only way right now any advice is appreciated what do you think i think you got you're you're on a break so I know, I, how does not, this, how do you feel about being on a, break? are you like going out to date? Are you not, you're no. just kind of just living.
1: I'm just kind of like, I guess, I don't know how this, how old this girl is or what her situation is. I mean, you can go on, you know, I've been trolling dudes on Tinder cause I love it.
0: Mm. I and love, just, I love your t- Tinder trolls because it is such a fantastic look at, how much guys are on there for disgusting, quick, I
1: mean, disgusting,
0: quick and easy sex is, is really the answer to it. You right. You
1: really can't say anything to turn them off. Nothing. Like, no, I, t- I had this one guy tell me he was a rapper and I said, I wanted to l- listen to some of his music. So he emailed mm-hmm. me an email. that like, I think the email was like, OJ killed. Nicole Simpson.com. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> or something like that. And he was just okay. like, he was like, LOL. Sent me the thing. I never listened to it, obviously. But I said to him, I wanted to interpret what the music meant to me. I said, let me know if this is close. And I said it was about a stewardess who always wants to be a pilot, but the patriarchy kept her down, and eventually she poisons everyone and takes control of the plane. I said, is that close? And he goes, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is I that just, close? I, I just love the. It's like, so. Insanely everyone, crazy. Everyone go check out Adrian on Instagram because she posts these Tinder conversations. I used to do, um, like, I would post Tinder conversations and Bumble conversations. The whole point when I was posting it was that Bumble, the whole premise was a, a woman has to say hi to the guy first. So right. my point was always to write back the saddest, longest, most revealing response to, to like tell these women like basically that they've walked into a horror show of emotions. What I love about yours is that you post these things where it's like they're like, "Hey, what's up?" and you're like, I just you you're just basically like letting them think they have found someone who's as sexually active as they are.
1: It's it could be anything. Like you just give want them a to be? You just act normal for a couple of seconds, a couple of yeah. lines, and then you go nuts. I told some guy that my dad got killed because he traveled with the circus and was killed by an elephant. And he was like, wow, that's crazy. But like, that's it. It's not like yeah. there's something. He was like, can I have your phone number? Can we talk more? And I was like, I'm, I'm really, tr- you know, getting over the loss of my father, my fear of elephants. And he was like, okay, <laughs> we could take it slow. <laughs> but that's the well I
0: mean thing. it's it's a, it, to me it's a lesson to all these women that write in here that are like well, this guy I met an app like these yes. people are just like the, you have to understand like the the fear of getting murdered is not there for men so no. the, so when you say I'm just trying to get over this elephant accident, you know he's like, all right cool you know like there's no like well, she's too weird to go hang out with alone you know
1: I, right I guess my thing is like, Women are always worrying about what's the right thing to say and how many yeah. hours should I wait before I respond. And it's like, do whatever you want. Nothing can really s- turn these guys off to you.
0: Nothing is going to get in the way of the penis.
1: Yeah, nothing that you can do about like calling. And s- I mean, I guess there's difference between being like incessantly <laughs> annoying and stuff, but like, <laughs> there's but really sh- very little you can do to turn these guys off.
0: Especially before you fucked and with the hypothetical of you two fucking. So it's like basically yes. what you're doing is like you're showing people that like a penis could have put in front of it. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really into murder porn and I like to like cut each other while we have sex. And the penis is like, I know this is a bad idea, but let's see where this goes. You know, like, <laughs> like, I, like I guess I'm into murder you, porn too now.
1: You can't turn them off. I told one yeah. guy he looked like a mix between John Legend and Jim Kim Jim, whatever his name is, John Kim, Un, whatever. And he was like, Oh, I don't know how I should take that. But he didn't stop talking to me. And I was like, <laughs> Well, I think he has like great leadership skills. But he still kept talking to me.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. He At doesn't, no point it's was not he gonna... like,
1: This, yeah, because he, I think guys are just thinking short term. That's the difference.
0: Absolutely.
1: Like they're not thinking, Can I marry this person? Well, you know, they're just. Can I fuck that, this person and move
0: on? Totally. Well, to segue that into this email where she's right. just broken things off with a guy that she was with for eight months because she's looking for more serious, just know that these things take you this is gonna take a while. This isn't gonna happen today. You so that so I'd encourage her to meet a lot of people. The biggest thing I would encourage her to do, she says, How do I put myself out there again with all the social distancing quarantine stuff happening? Go talk and hang with your friends. Your friends are like your like go have fun with your friends. Do a Zoom happy hour. Let them know Talk about the breakup. Talk about that you're out there, we, and let them know what you were looking for because your friends are dating people, your friends are married or engaged. Their their boyfriends are getting the ear to their friends who are going, and then they go, you know, who's looking for something serious? She just broke up because, and then the friends yes. go, oh, so your best like I know she's not excited about the apps, but like the apps are a piece of the pie. You go on there realizing that you're going to meet a lot of fucking dudes that are just looking to fuck, and don't take any of those introductions too seriously. And then you go and hang out with your friends on a zoom cocktail hour and they go oh you know and they go back to their boyfriends or husbands and they go you know uh uh, elaine has really just got out of a breakup and she's like looking you know and that's the
1: i think if you can meet somebody through somebody that seems like the best way somebody that absolutely someone else can kind of almost interview for you and then if it doesn't work out you have someone to blame now if you're on these dating sites you really can only blame yourself well
0: well that's the thing that's why you're dating app interactions are so interesting is like these guys have nothing to lose by being disgusting animals. Like, no. when you, so when you say like, yeah, um, I like, there's other ones that you put up that are so fucking funny where you're like, yeah, like that you'll say you're into crazy shit and they're like, cool. You know, like, they're not, like there there's nobody to, like judging for it.
1: There was one guy that no matter what I said, I could not turn him off. It was like the one guy that I, I mean, I told him I was going to prison. Yeah, I told him that my safe word was Hitler. <laughs> I mean, like nothing I said was a deterrent. This guy gave me his address and his phone number.
0: And, and that is nothing. The difference. No, nothing no, no, is no. a deterrent. Dis- yeah,
1: nothing was a deterrent. I <laughs> had to leave the conversation myself.
0: We are sponsored people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Features. Ooh, let me tell you, um, I love these socks. They're amazing. They're, they're, they're really so good, so comfortable, and the reality is every day you pick up socks out of your drawer and you kind of let them be just okay because they're socks. You don't think they matter. You don't think that they're a big deal. You don't think that they're going to affect the rest of your day, but they do because the old socks you have are getting you by, but they're not enhancing your life. To perform at your best, you need to feel your best from head to toe. Features has solely focused on making the best high-performance socks for the last 20 years. Their socks have a cushion-like fit that conforms to the unique shape of your foot, and it prevents issues you have with conventional socks, no more bunching, slipping, or blisters. It's like having a second skin. I have these Feature Socks and I have to say, and I have them in all the styles the low cut the high cut the the long sock and all of them are great I I I got to say cuz I'm one of those people that kind of just like I'll wear the same underwear for a week I'll I'll wear the same socks for 7 years I I I'll I'll have these socks that like you know the ones that used to be have the stretch and now they're stretched out and they're kind of sad looking that's what I'm like, I'm, I'll let that stuff go. The minute I put these on my feet, I was like, oh, whoa, I, start, I clicked my heels. I had a little pep in my step and it, it, it genuinely makes you feel good all over your body. Features are engineered to help you achieve your best every day, whether you're working out or on the go. Targeted compression acts like a hug around the arch of your foot, keeping the sock in place and preventing it from sliding down into your shoe. That's a big deal. These socks stay on. They're not going to get bunched up they're not going to like make you walk a different way and then you're going to be shaking your foot midway through the day plus they got a lifetime guarantee features are so durable and long lasting that if you're unsatisfied at any point they'll give you a replacement pair no questions asked and the best part is this is a family owned business that's been passed down from father to sons their mission to create products that help you achieve your personal best. why Features has quickly become the number one running sock in America. For listeners of the J Train podcast, here's your free money. You can receive $10 off your first pair of features by going to features.com. Use my code JTrain. That's $10 off your first pair when you go to F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S.com. Promo code JTRAIN at checkout. Again, that's features.com. Use my code JTRAIN to get $10 off your first pair of features. We are sponsored, people. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by FabFitFun. We just got the summer box. It's full of great stuff. We got a hydropeptide face oil, Tare Mare toner, a scent diffuser, and sunglasses from Tom's. I love a fab fit fun box right now i got to say right now we're all being hard on ourselves we're we're unsure of the future we're not sure if we're doing enough am i am i working from home kind of stinks is this am i am i feeling good about my day here's a way to feel good about your day treat yourself get the fab fit fun box and you get a whole bunch of goodies and you're gonna love everything that comes in it and also i can tell you just by cuz i get it for Jess my girlfriend and i things become a part of her everyday life that's the the genuine love i have for fat fit fun is that it gives you an opportunity because we're all hard on ourselves we're all really tough we walk through the stores we walk we go online We, we scroll, we get to the, you know, we, we put things in the, in the checkout and then you go, no, 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 I, I shouldn't, I I shouldn't spend the money. That's where FabFitFun comes in. It takes that guilt out of your, out of your mind. It's a gift and it's a great gift, especially now. It's like having the world delivered to you. You get eight to 10, eight to 10 full size items. The best part about FabFitFun right now is that you can get your must-haves without leaving your house, too. That's big. And each box is a whole new use. Skincare, beauty, home decor, accessories. It's self-care delivered. I know you miss shopping. I know you miss the little things like being able to get your nails done or discover a new product you love. That's why FabFitFun is so great. I learn about new products through them. That's the thing. Now you you got one thing in here that you go, well... That's who I am now. The best part is that you can pick what you get. Yes, they have awesome editors who curate, but you get to pick what comes with it. This box would cost me over $200 if we went out and bought each item individually. But with FabFitFun, I get everything in here for just $49.99. It's time to customize your box for the summer season. Sign up today to get your first box. Join a community of over 1 million obsessed women. Use coupon code JTRAIN. That's coupon code JTRAIN. That's coupon code JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Once again, that's code JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. JTRAIN Podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Adrian I. Palucci at Adrian Iappellucci, The Degenerates, go, go, go. Silence after expressed interest, what gives? Okay, so we're talking about nothing turns guys off. Now this is a different situation. Love the podcast. Let's get right to it. A week before Memorial Day, I had a socially distanced date with a guy from Hinge. Date lasted seven hours. We had a great time. And as soon as I got home, he texted me to say he wanted to see me again. Over the next several days, we texted here and there. But eventually, they fizzled out. By Memorial Day, we hadn't spoken in three days. I texted him asking me if he was still interested in hanging out again. He said, yeah, that would be cool. I responded agreeing uh, I Responded agreeing and mentioned that I wasn't sure since we hadn't spoken much recently. I haven't heard from him since. I've attached screenshots of the exchange. Do you think he's actually interested or just, or did he just agree and then go silent to avoid straight up rejecting me? If you do think he's interested, should I reach out first or wait for him to put in some work and come to me? So I'm going to read the text messages she sent. You ready? And this is after she felt he got distant. This is, hey, hope you're enjoying your Memorial Day, winky face. He writes, hey, it was pretty low key. How about you? She writes, had a nice day and blank for a cookout. He writes, that sounds fun. It didn't feel like a holiday to me for some reason. She writes, yeah, it didn't really feel like Memorial Day. Felt too chill. How you feeling? You still interested in getting together again? He writes, yeah, that would be cool. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'd like to see you again. Just wanted to check in and see if you were still feeling it since we haven't talked much since we last hung out. That's where they left. What this do you dude think? That,
1: he's not interested. That's it. You had a seven-hour first first date?
0: Mm. Did
1: they Zoom for seven hours?
0: No, they actually had a social distance socially oh, distant okay. date that lasted seven hours.
1: He's not interested.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I... You know, I agree with you. I, I, I don't think he's interested in the way she is interpreting interest. Like,
1: I think he's like, when she's like, hey, would you, do you still want to hang out? He's like, yeah, if, if, I'll fuck you. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think he yeah. wants anything more than that. He's definitely not putting any energy into it. He's not interested. Just like, I've done that too, where I've ignored the red flags. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. why didn't I stop? And it's like, because you just keep giving people ex- like an out. This dude's also, not
0: interested. Also, a lot of guys are gonna be just nice enough to let you keep coming back. So, like sure. he's 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 just being agreeable. Here's what a lot of people are gonna have to deal with coming up. And I and I kind of see the future right now. A lot of people are gonna have to deal with someone they had a good date opting out before they've even fucked. Because what has happened is she gives a perfect example. She references something very important. The date lasted seven hours. I don't care if the late date asked lasted seven days. If you didn't fuck, he was there knowing that this has now gotten deeper and more involved than that. He can get away from while still staying casual. So he, he's going to, so a lot of guys are going to go, you're going to be like, Hey, I'm telling this guy I want to hang out again. We had such a great first date. He says he wants to get together, but he just won't get together again. It's because, yeah, you're not on date two anymore. You're on date seven hours plus, you know, whatever amount of time you spend on the phone. So you're going to have like all these people in your your rear view mirror that you're like, I spoke to that guy for like, eight hours on the phone and he doesn't even want to go on a date? It's like, yeah, because he can't have sex with you without feeling like a, 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 a mess, well, you know, an Well, I think asshole. it might be
1: hard to have sex during the socially distancing if you're worried about getting sick, but I also sure. think this guy's like, yeah, let's hang out. Meaning, like, if I'm in a CVS and you're in the same CVS, and you're like, hey, you want to get go get a drink? He's like, okay, that's how sure. he's going to hang out. Like, maybe, but like, I'm not going to plan it ahead of time. I'm not going to yeah. write this in my calendar. It's if he wanted to hang out again, he would make it known. Guys but, are very, if they want something, they get it.
0: Well, you know from experience, and it's just as far as like, it, it is funny that like via the kind of like the social experiment you've done with Tinder, you know, that the- That is true. You, you've basically said to them like, like that guy, you, you said you reference Hitler, and he's like, here's my address.
1: Yes, Hitler Be- was not a problem for him.
0: And, and, and it's because he thought this was going to be, like, didn't he think it was going to be a casual, like, let's have, you know, get together right away?
1: I think, like you said, guys do not have the fear of getting murdered. Mm. So, like, in his head, he's like, what's the worst that happens? I meet up with her. She's nuts. Maybe we fuck. Maybe we don't.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's how it, it seems, most guys it, are
1: handling it. They're it just seems
0: like, like, well, guys have less of a fear of getting murdered than they do of getting serious with people. Yes, <laughs> like, Absolutely. Like, yeah, in
1: the- i think to a lot of guys getting serious seems a lot worse than just getting murdered
0: yeah i mean in this situation right here that we're talking about the first date seven just like you said during these times not a lot of hooking up is going to happen so you went on that first date for seven hours okay he's here for it what's the second date going to be this guy's like i'm not going on another seven de- seven hour date without fucking he's it's like a long if I- first date well, it's a long first date, but he's he's realizing he's like, oh, if we go on a second date where I make the plan and we do another seven hours together without having sex, we've basically done a month of dating where it's more serious than I want to be.
1: I would say right now dating during like I think it's kind of a waste of time. Like, I think okay. you need to start dating. Like, if you know this is going to end and there's like a virus, like a, not a virus, if there was um, a vaccine, I'd be like, yeah, start dating right now. But who knows mm. how long we're going to be in this?
0: well i i, I think know. it's i think it's a waste of time to start planning a future like yeah. i think like like as far as like hey you want to meet somebody you guys want to go talk for a little bit because it's nice to meet somebody new good for you but like the idea that because you had a seven hour date means that day two will be a seven hour day two where you get to know each other even more no no no, no. he's gonna go uh, hold off, hold off partner the We're fact that she that
1: keeps initiating the contact where he's not being mean and saying no, but he's not yeah. really initiating first. It's, I would leave it alone.
0: It's time to back off. It's time to, um, you know, let, there's, let there's him so make the There's so many work.
1: other people that aren't worth your time. Go waste some time on them.
0: <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Adrian Ayapalucci. The degenerates go, go, go. How about this one? How to tell my ex I can't be his sourdough guru. Okay, 26 and my boyfriend 29 broke up early March after seven months. He moved several provinces away for a job. Oh, it must be from out of the country. Uh, Several provinces away for a job and was fairly amicable breakup. We've stayed in contact, but not much. Just a DM here and there checking in. Because of COVID, his job didn't pan out, and he's now unemployed living in his parents' basement. Oof. Understandably, he's really upset about this, and I would definitely say he's depressed. I'm a professional baker with a thriving side hustle, baking selling sourdough, which has really taken off during COVID. When we were together, he wasn't interested at all in my baking, but in the last few weeks, he's gotten really into sourdough, which has resulted in resulted in him messaging me a ton two-hour FaceTime calls to troubleshoot his bread and him suddenly sending me a lot of I miss you messages the issue here is one he could Google or YouTube everything I'm telling him about bread and two I've met someone new and we are really hitting it off I really want to give this new guy a chance and I feel like I can't do that when my ex is constantly messaging me calling me FaceTiming me about his sourdough (laughs) <laughs> but, I don't, I mean, but I don't know how to tell my ex I mean I don't know how to tell my ex I can't, can't be his baking guru I feel really bad that he's struggling right now and I don't want to kick him while he's down so to speak I need to talk to him so he doesn't find out about my new man via an insta story or something but how do I tell him I'm seeing someone without being hurtful any and all advice would be appreciated seeing, sending you all the love from Nova Scotia so what do we think I think
1: she has to just be honest with him yeah. First of all, talking to an ex is never like unless one of them is turned gay and there's no mm. way you could ever get back. Like there's just no nothing good comes from talking to an ex.
0: Yeah. And and you have to think of like the reason he's talking to you. Like if things were like kicking out. He doesn't at his care
1: new job, about sour, sourdough. Yeah. Even he cares if he about did, it. it's like too little too late. You should have cared about when I was together with you baking it.
0: Yeah, and he cares about that he's lonely. Like you of fill a, you fill a void for him, so like he's coming to you being like, "Oh, what can I, what can I connect with her about without having to hear that I'm a loser who left her too soon or or broke this off?" You know what I mean? Like sourdough is like the side door into a, yes. avoiding his own loneliness. So I think I don't I don't know if the best way to go is to be like, "Hey, I'm seeing someone new. See no. you later." I don't think that's the best way to go.
1: Um, I think she can just write to Be honest and be like, hey, man, I think it's probably best we don't really speak. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it doesn't allow her to move on. And also it keeps her engaged in the relationship, even though there's not a relationship. It's still there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the entanglement. I would just say it doesn't allow me to move on and maybe down the line we could be friends again. And here's my sourdough recipe for the last time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> I, think I, I totally agree. I think letting this person know that it's a me problem. It's not a you problem. Yes, this is a true. me problem. I am. I feel I am being held back from moving on by us talking, and I know it's just about sourdough, but that's not the point. And you can so that addresses his rebuttal where he goes, "Whoa, I'm just trying to get bread tips," and it's like there's many places for you to get bread tips, but your search of bread tips is holding me back from moving on to different things, and that's all yeah. it has to be. And, and yeah, and, and because at that point. Right now, you're in this like weird zone where it's like he, listen, if he met a girl tomorrow that had that he'd be on to that and he'd be like that it got him excited. Soon
1: he'd forget about sourdough.
0: Yeah. And the only, and, it, and right now he's living in this world where he's not an asshole. He and, and if he moved on to that different, you know, girl that's baking banana bread instead of sourdough. And he was like, oh, I took on a new hobby. That's why I don't talk to you anymore. Then he'd be like, absolve this. But he's really using you until he gets yeah. to the banana bread bitch. Yeah.
1: He doesn't. So, yeah. he, he like broke up with her and then his circumstances took a nosedive. And now he's like. I guess he probably wants the stability of that relation that relationship maybe created, but for mm-hmm. her it doesn't it's not good for her.
0: Yeah, so I think making telling him it's not good for me and not and not making when you make it about you don't the have other to guy. Be mean. Yeah. No, keep
1: uh, it like keep it in the eye and like not the, point your
0: finger. Yeah, and to say like, well, I found someone new. That's not the reason he will feel good about hearing. He's not gonna hear that and go, he's gonna hear that and try to like compete with that. You want to show them there's no competition. There's no race to be run. You need to go home. We're not running the race today. Yeah. We are sponsored, people. J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. Listen, I I have that little p- little anxiety every morning. I wake up. I start brushing my teeth. I'm looking in the mirror. What are you doing with your life? What are you? What are you? What are, you what are you Are you crazy? You scream into a microphone all day. Did you sleep enough? Are you eating too much? Are you drinking too much? You know what I do? I drop a little bit of feel CBD under the tongue. And I, I got to say, I'm a believer. I I, I I wasn't sitting here being like, you know, I'm, I'm not sitting here in my hemp, you know, sweatshirt, you know, smoking weed. Like, hey, man, you got to do the CBD to feel right. No, no, no. I wasn't that guy. But now I'm in. I take CBD every morning. I feel good. I I just enjoy it. And and it, I think with Feels, they've made it easy to enjoy. It's premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. And if you've never tried it before, you let me just demystify you. It will not get you high. It just makes you a little bit more relaxed, nothing more. There's no high hangover addiction. Feels gets to work fast. Just put a few drops under your tongue and boom. You'll be feeling the difference within minutes. If you've never tried CBD and are a little nervous, that's me. That was me. Feels is the best place to start because you you can start with their lowest dosage. It's really easy to see on the the vial, and you can work your way up until you feel right. And the best is that they have a hotline. So you can call and talk to real humans, and, and you can call anytime. And they'll let you know about the studies and and kind of demystify the whole thing. And that's what made me feel good about it. Once you add CBD in your life, you're going to want to make it a regular part. You know, I'll I'll say, let me also tell you, they send me the free stuff. I gave it a shot, I called the hotline, I talked it out. I am now getting, I'm now on a regimen. I'm now buying, I'm I'm a customer. So feels helps me feel my best and it can help you too. Special for my listeners. If you become a member today by going to feels.com slash J train, you'll get 50, 50, 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's dot com slash J train to become a member and get 50, 50% t- automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash J train and feel better. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, I like this one. Quarantine match doesn't feel the same in person. See, these are people they're meeting.
1: They're meeting and now. Then,
0: and then they're like, oh, They're this wasting isn't... a
1: lot of time.
0: They've already wasted a lot of time. They've texted for years. Feather Feather, I'm emailing, emailing you the morning after the first in-person date with a lady that I met during quarantine. We matched on Hinge and have been talking for almost six weeks now. My state recently has loosened, re- loosened up restaurant restrictions, so we decided to grab a dinner at a nice spot in our city. Okay. We met up, hung out most of the night, but I feel bad for saying that the spark just wasn't there like it was over FaceTime and text. The past six weeks, we really shared a lot with each other since that was the best we could do, but I can't help feeling that I emotionally masturbated to the fantastical version of her that I created in my head. I don't want to make it seem like she misrepresented herself. She's gorgeous and everything I thought she would look like, but there was just something missing. It has really made me rethink the way I approach things because I genuinely thought uh, this was someone I could date for a long time. Maybe I got caught up in the story of it all. I guess my question to you is, what do I do next? The date ended with a kiss, goodbye, and plans to get together for a walk around our city. I don't want this email to make it seem like I'm not interested in her because we do click so well personality-wise. I just feel like I might have set my expectations higher than I thought. How prevalent do you think this situation will be now as some states are loosening things up? Also, I'm sorry to any female listeners that might get a chill up their spine from hearing this. No, that's not... I, it sounds I think, like he's
1: responding to the first girl that went on that seven-hour date.
0: <laughs> right? It it, it kind of does. You're right. I I think this is kind of what I'm talking about. Like, you know, you have... We were put in this position where you could legitimately write yourself a script to make yourself sound however you'd want to sound. Of course. And and it goes both ways. So you can... You can just think of the way you FaceTime. You put it at a taller angle. You 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 know, like just course, like all, everything yes. about it is produced. You know, it's it's okay to meet someone and not feel the spark. This is this is called dating. This is called life, right? It's
1: yeah, and I think it's that point where that's uncomfortable to say because, like, if you're a decent person, you don't want to hurt that person's feelings, and that person, depending on what their maturity level is, it's going to take it personally, but. Nobody wants to be told that someone doesn't like them, even if you don't like them. I'm sure of you've course. been in a situation where you didn't like somebody and you kind of just were dating them, and then they turned around and ended it, and you're like, I didn't even like you. So, like, just yeah. that re- nobody <laughs> wants to be rejected. Sure. But it's better to say it nicely and just say, hey, man, like, I did have a nice time with you, but I feel like the connection wasn't there. I need, like, I need a fucking screen in between us for this to work.
0: I, I, <laughs> it is, it, it is a, it's, I, I, uh, it's it's almost harder because they spent six weeks, like and it's like but it's like at the, but at the same time it's like yeah you might have been open because that was the only thing you could do is really be open and honest with people that's and true. it's like and it's like you know what people have had worse people have had you know you know I people have gotten to know each other over twenty years and said this 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 marriage isn't for me so you know like it's also like,
1: I I think when the start of the quarantine start like the. Start of the quarantine, everyone I think was a lot more scared. So I feel like you maybe were talking to people you didn't really care that much for, but you're like, hey, we could die. I'd mm-hmm. rather talk to this person <laughs> than someone I don't really like.
0: Sure. So yeah, I
1: think there's going to be a lot of people that are disappointed.
0: Yeah. I, so I think like what this guy needs to do is not do what the last emailer did. And that's yes. to be direct and honest. Hey, I had a really great time meeting you, I had a really good time on the date. For me, it's not a romantic match and I'm sorry to put it that way, but I don't want to hold you up and I don't want to waste any more of your time because this is the process I needed to go through to like, you know, there's a lot of people that want agreements before they start dating. It's like, you're never going to get that. You're never going to like meet someone on like when people online go, what are you looking for here? No one knows.
1: It's also hard to predict what is a spark. Like somebody on paper yeah. can look very good. You could be attracted to them. They can be nice, but yeah. like there's something missing and that's hard. You can't predict that through a screen. You can't sure. predict that until you're really in person with somebody. And unfortunately, that is a big part of dating through apps and that well, you're only going to see that by meeting people.
0: Have you ever been with someone where like you, the, the story of it, Makes so much sense that you keep going with it.
1: Of course, something you know that what like if mean? if like something. Uh, I mean, I think people in quarantine that will happen too. Like two people yeah. that were like had family members who died from COVID, and like just you know totally. what I mean, like stuff where you get so into the story. Yeah, and I'm sure some people will be like, "Well, this is a nice person. I'm 42. Let me get married." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I think it's hard to predict how you're going to feel until you meet somebody. So that's why. I think most people are, they're like, hey, let's not get to know each other for hours and weeks through texting. <laughs> let's meet right away. But right now, it's a little bit hard because of social distancing. So that's why, I don't know, well, man.
0: Uh, the, the go back di- to your,
1: <laughs> go through your recycle bin. See if anyone in there is good. <laughs> I well,
0: don't know. Another big difference to it is that, like, you're going to, like, um, you know, like, listen like when i started you know there, there are people that you start with over text and then you get on the couch with them and they're looking at their phone every five minutes and you're like who else are you texting with and like sometimes they're just really good at going back with anybody that texts them you know that they, sure. they and, and it's like it, this wasn't a connection that you guys necessarily had it's a connection they could have with anybody like true i, I can get along pretty well with people over text like and then Most i get can. right and then you get in front of them in person you're like Man, I I don't get to like turn this conversation on and off when I want to, and you're like, this is an exhausting part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just you're a different texting world. Texting
1: and watching TV. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know how invested you are in this conversation. You're really just taking breaks from TV. You're not yeah, taking breaks and- from that conversation. So <laughs> and it's like,
0: yeah, and it's like maybe the gifts. I'm not even as funny as the gifts I could send. like like you're like oh you you really you really fucking patched up a lot of this relationship with gifts you know like that can happen too
1: i would say maybe don't talk to people for too long like if you can socially distance but also too you don't really know how a lot of chemistry also comes from like kissing and you know so it's hard if you're not doing any of that to know there could really be no sexual chemistry there
0: but uh, but again this is why a lot of people are going to go on first dates with people that they've been talking to for six months and there's going to be people going i could but i don't want to like i could keep going with them but i really don't you know i don't want to get now six weeks after the six weeks with them
1: or they feel pressure because they already wasted six months, where they're like, yeah. "Well, I, I kind of feel bad for this person. I led them on for six months."
0: And it's, it's like, but that isn't that isn't leading on. That's what that my issue with this email is. Like, this is called dating. You have the right yes. to vet out a partner in the same way they had a right to vet you. And this is kind of why I get like a little upset when people are like, "Well, it, how do they feel about me?" And it's like, "Well." you are saying I don't have any taste in the matter, then you're going to be yeah. let down by this person at some point. You're like leading yourself for for a letdown because you didn't give them any standard.
1: The problem is nobody wants to be rejected. You ever even take a job and it just isn't working out. And even if mm. you, like I just said, even if you're not into the job, if you get fired, it just hurts your self esteem, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, Rejection is really hard.
0: How'd I get get fired from a job I didn't even want? Yeah,
1: right. Because it's just that rejection. It's so (laughs) hard to be rejected, and I think like if you can just do it in a nice way, where you keep it on yourself, where you're like, "This just doesn't work for me." I think you're great, but I am not into you. You
0: know? Yeah. This isn't a romantic match. That's all you got to say. Yeah. And do and do it sooner. Do it sooner than later, because that's. This guy, the the other guy from the other email, that's sitting there being like, "Yeah, I'd hang out." That's it. yeah, I'd hang out means yeah, I'd let you blow me. That's really what it means.
1: Sure, absolutely. I used to have a friend that would say he was not attracted to girls, but he would say, "But I'd let them blow me," which means like <laughs> any guy will let you blow them. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that guy, like you said, he's just he's like, "Sure, if you sure. want to blow me, I'll let you blow me."
0: Yeah, in in the most, and in, in, in not even in, in a way, in in the most easy for my schedule way to make it happen
1: absolutely i'm walking down your block my pants fall off and you blow me that's how i'm willing to do it i'm not gonna go
0: out of my way no not at all i'm not even gonna break stride j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com let's do one more adrian this has been fantastic thank you so much for coming on
1: of course thanks for having me
0: at adrian ipalucci go 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 The Degenerates, go, go, go. Vag is the podcast. Let's do one more. Two years ago, I lived on the East Coast and was doing a bit of online dating. There was one guy I dated for five-ish months, but it's just sort of fizzled out. While we were together, he would talk about moving to the West Coast, specifically to the city that my sister lived in, and it was also and I was also considering moving to. I didn't think it was necessary to mention that. I was always thought of potentially moving there because I didn't want to ma- uh, make things weird. Also, being the typical 24-year-old female that I am, I tried to look him up on social media just to creep. I don't like uh, following unless it's official and couldn't find him, so I assumed that he, he had done had some strange Insta handle or something. Turns out that right as things were fizzling, my sister told me that I could move into her second bedroom in the new city so i jumped right on board i didn't really think about the fact that this guy might also still be moving here but a few months later he followed me on instagram his handle was literally just his name which confused me as to why i couldn't find him when we were together he had posts with some girl that looked exactly like me and started to like all of and started to like all of my posts and post stories of living in the same city new same new city as me now four months have gone by and all he's doing is liking my shit and watching my stories what gives what is he trying to do by following me i've been thinking about hitting him up because he's hot but i also thought he might have been gay so i don't know but he did he did he have me blocked while we were seeing each other did he follow me just to prove that he also moved here or is he gearing up to actually make a move help
1: well, I guess I want to know how long he's had that account for. Has he always had that account? Like, did yeah. he? Because he might have blocked her for a bit.
0: It sounds like he might have blocked her, and it sounds like he blocked her to not show her that he got serious with a different girl, not her.
1: That looks just like her?
0: Yeah, well, it sounds like, to me, like, when you're seeing someone for five months-ish, so let's call it three two months. months. Yeah, let's call it, like, Three months of like actual dating, two months of like, will they, won't they? So, like, let's call it three months. But then, during that time, he might have been seeing other people. And that one went more serious than it would with her. So he ended up blocking her to make sure she wouldn't see that he was also seeing someone else at the time. and that got more serious. Like that makes sense. that seems
1: like what he did
0: it seems like what he did so like i think now that he's in this new city like he's away from the old girl now he can kind of do the switcheroo he can block that other girl so that she can't find him and talk to her so i i think anyone that does this much maneuvering like it's like sure you think he's hot you want to go hook up yeah he'll hook up just like the you know whatever right
1: i think if you want to hook up with him and expect nothing else that's fine but like this is a guy that's I mean you're also young so i think like being 24 it's hard to like say exactly what this guy wants but Mm -hmm. i think uh if you can hook up with him and have no expectations from it that's fine but i find a lot of women cannot do that it's hard for me to even it's hard for me to even have low expectations so or like not like if we hook up and then i'm like well are you seeing other people so I don't know. This guy already has blocked you and I'm un- unblocked you now. It seems like if you can fuck him and not get attached to him, sure. But if you think you're going to get attached to him, I would say don't do it.
0: Here's the thing. And I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, it is interesting that technology was almost created. And I've said this a little bit, but this email like kind of brings it out. Of, I've said this a little bit on the podcast and I've been kind of like working on this theory for a long time now where social media and dating apps have given the ability for losers to act like non-losers. So like so like for the for this guy, you know, the effort he instead of going to a bar every night, sitting at the bar, meeting people, going Going up to women, introducing himself, being like, you know, like, and, and, and trying to like hook up having one night stands every night of the week and dealing with failure. He has put that effort into the online version of himself. So now he's being instead of being a in-person scumbag, he's being like a hyper scumbag via all the social media tools he he has. Like the energy that's put into blocking someone then unblock like based on the premise that we just brought up where he blocked her, then unblocked the other ones then reblocked her, you know, to be able to hook up. This yeah. is a guy who's who's basically he's like a science lab professor you know, doing whatever he can to not have to be in person and get turned down. Right.
1: I just think this dude doesn't seem like it's someone you, I mean that you'd want to date, you know, like long term. But if it, if you think he's hot and you want to fuck him, but like, just know it's just that he doesn't seem, you know what I mean? And also, like you said, he's now in your town where he probably doesn't know a lot of people. So it's not even necessarily, I'm sure he probably is attracted to you, but it's maybe not necessarily that he likes you so much. He doesn't have a lot of people he knows there.
0: I don't Yeah. Know. And, and you and I are going to be right. I don't know when we're going to be right, but we're going to be right. Like she, you know, she could be three. She could actually go into this and the guy's like super attentive. They end up dating. And then three months later, I still think he's going to be the person to say, hey, I wasn't looking to get serious now that he's comfortable in his town. He, you know, like it, it does seem like someone like this is not comfortable being uncomfortable. So, yeah, because th- he so, couldn't even
1: deal with her possibly seeing this other chick he was with.
0: Yeah. Well, he did, couldn't even I, deal with the idea of being casual when he says he's being casual.
1: So yeah.
0: he, he didn't want to deal with the repercussions of that. So when, when, you're, when your whole mindset is like moving around the deck chair so you're never uncomfortable, then you're going to go to a new city. You're going to like attach yourself to the leg of some girl that you know is a safe bet that has said yes to you before until you don't need her anymore because then you can get off the water wingies and you can start swimming on your own.
1: This is the thing too. I know she says he's hot, but like, you could sleep with another hot guy. That's not yeah, a you, dick. Do you yeah, know what
0: I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd
1: I don't know. I guess maybe if they've slept together and it's been amazing, you know, like okay. Mm. But like the likelihood is, women can really sleep with a lot of hot guys. And I'm sure this girl is attractive and can sleep with somebody who's sure. just a better person. He doesn't seem like a great dude.
0: Wouldn't you rather have a one night stand with someone than a than be this like back burner pick for someone?
1: Absolutely.
0: Right, like if like, the choice. If if the idea is like I want to fuck a hot dude, like what's gonna what's gonna be more filling? It's like it's like going to McDonald's versus going and getting like a steak dinner. Like the steak dinner is gonna cost you more. It's gonna be more investment, but you're gonna walk away being like I had an experience. I had a fun. I was
1: fulfilled. Yeah,
0: I was fulfilled instead of just like falling back on McDonald's where you ordered a bunch that made you not that you know didn't really fill you up.
1: Also, if she hooks up with this guy again for a bit and he acts like this again she really only can blame herself. Yeah. And that's not even a judgment call. I've done that too, where you just ignore the red flags and then like a year or two years later, you're upset and you're like, well, you ignored all these flags.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was all in your, you, you <laughs> J- Jared and Adrian told you on a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say dump this dude or, I mean, I don't know. It's annoying when somebody keeps liking all your stuff, like giving you that dig. I know you used to call it what, like tapping the window.
0: What, it's window tapping, Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, even if that's annoying at some point, I'd be like, Hey man, can you stop liking my shit? Or block him back. Or block I know it's him. Petty, back. But it's like you don't need this guy.
0: But it's petty for five minutes and then it feels good the rest of your life. Yes, because then you don't yeah. have to
1: constantly be reminded of him every time you see his dumb like.
0: Well, that's a that's a thing that people like people graze over this like it's such an easy thing like we listen on this podcast we're giving advice that's easy to give hard to take i always say that because i want people to understand that i understand why you wouldn't take the advice of course the the idea that seeing someone in your who watches your instagram stories doesn't make you feel you should be better than seeing someone in your Instagram stories is insane. It's totally normal. None of us are better. None none of us are better than that. So it's totally normal to see someone in your Instagram stories and go, boy, that brings me to a bad place. I want to get away from that bad place. I'm going to remove the reason the bad place has been brought to. So I'm going to remove that person. And if they say to you, why'd you block me? You go, hey, listen, that's the time for vulnerability. I, I have the answer for that. Hey, when I see your face on my stories, when it's, it reminds me of someone that didn't really want to be in a relationship with me, and I did. But I've moved or on from that, that now. Or somebody
1: that didn't treat me well, and I'd rather not be reminded on a daily basis. You know? Absolutely.
0: And it's like, I think a lot of people don't block people because they're afraid of what that interaction that never happens will happen. How do, <sighs> how do they respond without seeming petty? And it's like, you respond by being vulnerable.
1: Yeah, it's hard, though. It's yeah. hard to be vulnerable. It's, it's the same reason why people don't want, don't want to be rejected because it puts you in a very vulnerable place. So yeah. I've had friends that have broken up with, with boyfriends and said to them, hey, I'm going to block you on stuff just because I need to kind of take care of myself right now. And that's a way to do it, too, where yeah. you're not saying I hate you. You're just saying I need to kind of move <laughs> past this. And if I see mm-hmm. your name every day, it just keeps me in that that loop kind of. So take care of yourself. I'd say block this guy. I agree. Fuck someone that's Fuck someone else. <laughs>
0: J Train Podcast at gmail.com Adrian Ipalucci, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Thanks for
1: having me. This was a Every, lot
0: of fun. I loved having you on. I love we got to do it again. Everyone, yes. everyone, everyone. Go follow Adrian at Adrian @adrianipalucci on Instagram. The Degenerates, that's on Netflix right now. What a fantastic special. 15 minutes. Go watch it. You're going to love Adrian, I promise you. I'm the
1: absolute last person on it.
0: <laughs> it's it's <laughs> fuck <laughs> It's very funny, and I love it. So, And and also, so Vag much. is the podcast. Go follow that. Adrian, thank you for coming on. I'm Jared Freed. We're here thank you so Monday through Friday. Me. Of course, Monday through Friday. Keep telling the, your friends, coworkers, brothers, sisters, and I'll be right back next episode. Boom.